M A I N M U M U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for March 27th, 2010. I'm Jimmy Pauls. This week, Chase Crisman brings us part one of a two-part demonstration of the Bookport Plus from APH. Chase gives us a physical description of the unit, shows us how to navigate in audio and text files, and takes us on a tour of the menus. That's coming up on this edition of Main Menu. everybody, this is Chase Crispin, and today I'm back with another podcast for you. This one, many of you might have been waiting for. This is a podcast covering the new Bookport Plus from the American Printing House for the Blind, APH. The Bookport Plus is another DTB reader, such as the Stream and the Plex Stock Pocket and the BookSense, but it has some more features, and you might think that it operates much more smoothly. The Bookport Plus is also a lower cost than the other DTB players, costing only $299. That is an introductory price, and APH says the price is subject to change without notice, so please keep that in mind. The Bookport Plus is a replacement for not only the old cassette players that APH sold, but also for the original Bookport, and it's also a competitor to the Stream and the BookSense and other devices like that. It has a lot of features, which I'll get to in this podcast, that you will probably enjoy about this unit. This podcast will be in four parts. The first part will be what you get when you purchase the unit and receive it in the mail. And also in the first part, you will get a physical description of the Bookport Plus. The second part of the podcast will be actually going through most of the Bookport Plus's features. The third part will be an unedited, unchanged recording directly from the Bookport Plus itself. The fourth part of the podcast will be a demo of the two TTS voices on the unit, which are Samantha and Tom. That's Vocalizer, the same ones that are on the Plex Talk Pocket PTP1 and the Victor Reader stream. In between sections on this podcast, you will hear a bleeping sound, such as this. And that will mean that the next section is about to begin. The Bookport Plus uses the same hardware as the Plex Talk Pocket, so if you have a Plex Talk Pocket, you'll notice that the buttons are in the same layout. However, the Bookport Plus is a different color, has a slightly different texture. Instead of saying Plex Talk Pocket or PTP1, it says Bookport Plus. Also, APH has put their own firmware, which, in my opinion, makes the device easier to use than other DTB readers. Some of the features that I would like to talk to you about before we get started that distinguish the Bookport Plus from other readers are, like the Plex Talk Pocket, the Bookport Plus has an 802.11 Wi-Fi chip, so in the future we will have Wi-Fi access. You can do many things with it, play many file types, and the transfer software that I'll get to in a future podcast will even convert PDFs so they can be read on the Bookport Plus. The Bookport Plus plays books from Audible, RFB&D and NLS, supports up to 32 gig high-capacity SD cards. You can play directly from a USB CD or DVD drive. You don't have to have a specialized drive. You can play thumb drives and external hard drives, and you can also play NLS cartridges if you use the supplied USB cable. The Bookport Plus will also make 
very good quality recordings and voice memos, as you'll hear later in the podcast. It does have an internal monaural microphone, but external stereo microphones can be plugged in, but the internal microphone is a very good quality. And one of the best features, in my opinion, is it doesn't have to have special files in special folders. You can only have one book per folder, and that's all you need to remember. Otherwise, you can put the books anywhere you would like, and they will automatically be on the Bookport Plus without having to worry about them being in certain folders. Just all you need to remember, once again, is you need to have only one book per folder. That is the only limitation. I'd like to apologize for the poor audio quality of this podcast. I have been having quite a bit of technical difficulties lately, and the best I could do was the first part was recorded with a headset mic with the Braille Plus from APH, which is a uh, note-taker, which many of you may have may be familiar with. It's just like the Level Star icon, but it has a Braille keyboard on it as well, besides a telephone keypad. And the second part of the podcast is recorded with that same headset mic with the Victor Reader Stream. My other recorders did not work at that point. Now, the Bookport Plus, like I said, has an excellent, excellent recorder, but... I was demoing the Bookport Plus, so I couldn't use that for this recording. With that, I'd like to begin the podcast by starting off with what you get when you buy the Bookport Plus and a physical description of the unit. I'd like to begin today by talking to you a little bit about the Bookport Plus, what you get when you buy it, as well as a physical description of the unit. Later on in the podcast, I will bring you the actual workings of the unit, and I will also, in a future podcast, tell you about the book transfer software that is used to transfer files from the PC to the Bookport Plus. The Bookport Plus will come in a very small box. I was quite surprised at the small size of the box compared to other DTV reader boxes. It was very small, and inside are just a few things. First, the Bookport Plus itself an SD card, a pair of earbuds, the battery to the Bookport Plus, a CD with the book transfer software as well as many, many, many free talking books that are now in the public domain that can be sent over to your Bookport Plus. There'll also be a short USB cable which has a big USB port on the other end where you would plug in thumb drives and such, a long USB cable to connect the Bookport Plus to your computer, a carrying pouch for the Bookport Plus. However, when the Bookport Plus is in this pouch, you can't access any of the buttons on the Bookport Plus. It just gives you a way to carry around the Bookport Plus in some sort of case. The proper orientation for the Bookport Plus is with the telephone-style keypad facing you and the rough speaker grill away from you. The buttons should be facing up. I will now lay the Bookport Plus down on the desk in front of me in the correct operating position. On the top of the unit that's facing away from you, you will feel a rough surface. The left side of this rough surface is the internal monaural microphone, which makes very decent recordings. To the right of that is your built-in speaker, which can go quite loud. However, if you're going to want to hear the Bookport Plus from a ways away, you'll either want to use headphones or plug in external speakers. Also, please note that the internal microphone and the internal speaker 
feel like one big grill. There isn't two separate grills for the microphone and speaker. Below that, on the left and the right side of the unit, you have two buttons. On the left side is a button, which is the record button. You simply press this to begin a recording, and then once you've adjusted your levels and other recording settings, you'll press that button again to record. Pressing this button during the recording will pause the recording, and pressing it again will resume the recording. Also, if you hold down the record button, you will begin to record a voice memo. Hold down the button the entire time you want to record the voice memo, and when you're done, let go of the record key. Your voice memo will be stopped, and it will also be saved. To the right, about an inch away from that button, is another button, which is the same size and shape, but has two dots on it. This is the power and sleep button. You will hold this button for a few seconds to turn your Bookport Plus on or off. Or if you tap this button, you can cycle between the different settings of the sleep timer. Below these two buttons, you will fill your arrow pad with enter in the center, surrounded by four buttons. The two buttons to the left of the arrows. The top button is the go-to key. And the bottom one is the bookmark key. To the right of the arrows, the top button is the menu button to access the menu with all the settings. And below that is your title key, which will cycle between the SD card, the voice memos, and the USB media. In between the two buttons on the left and the two buttons on the right, as I have said, are the arrow keys. There's an up, a down, a left, and a right arrow. They are all separate buttons, but close together. And the center of those is a round button, which is the select or enter button. This button is also called play stop, or play pause, depending on what you are doing with the units. Below this, you have your telephone style keypad. The telephone keypad is the same that would appear on the PlexTalk, or the Stream, the Icon, the Braille Plus, or even your cell phone. It has four rows of keys, with three keys in each row. The top row has one, two, three, second row, four, five, six, third row, seven, eight, nine, and the bottom row, star, zero, and pound. Depending on what you are doing on your Bookport Plus, these buttons will serve various functions. We will discuss more about the telephone keypad when we get to the, the unit's operation. On the left side of the unit, there is only one thing, which is the SD card. If you want to release the SD card, you press in on it and then let go. If you can hear on the podcast, I'm not sure if it will go through, but you might have heard the card pop out. It pops out far enough where you can grab it with your finger and pull it out. To put it back in, make sure the rough part of the SD card, being the part with the ridges, is going to go into the unit facing down. Once you have the SD card in the little hole, when it's far enough in, you will press in 
with your fingernail or the tip of your finger and you will wait till you hear a clicking sound and then you'll let go and it'll pop out just a little bit. This means that the SD card has been inserted into your Bookport Plus and you will be ready to begin reading books and listening to music immediately. It's also worth mentioning that the Bookport Plus will come with the SD card already inserted and that is a 2 gig SD card. On the top of the unit, there are two jacks. They are both somewhat on the left side of the unit. The one furthest left is the microphone and line in jack. In the middle one is the headphone and external speaker jack. These are standard 1 8 inch 3.5 millimeter jacks. On the right side of the unit, you have two things. The top is a spring-loaded switch. This is the volume, speed, tone, or guide speed switch. We will discuss how to switch between these later on. However, pushing this button down will make the volume go down, and pressing it up will make the volume, or whatever you are adjusting, go up. A little ways below this, at the bottom of the unit on the right side, is a switch. This is the lock switch. If you press it up, your keypad will be locked. If you press it down, the keypad will be unlocked. This means that all the keys will be locked. If you are having trouble with your Bookport Plus and no keys are responding to action and you know your Bookport Plus is on, you may wish to check this switch and make sure it is down so that the keys are unlocked. I'm now going to flip the Bookport Plus over so that the keys are laying down on the top of my desk. And you will fill two lines and at the bottom a little button. This is the battery cover. To remove the battery, you can press down on the little button and then put your finger on the two ridges on the battery cover and pull towards you. The door should come pretty easily off. You will wish to set the door aside. To take the battery out, you do not grab the sides of the battery. On the bottom, near the button that you push to take the battery cover off, you'll fill a little hole in the between the battery and the unit itself. You can stick your fingernail down into here and lift up, and the battery comes out. If you need to turn the unit sideways for this to make it easier to remove the battery, that is okay. Once the battery is removed, you can you can just leave the battery out or switch it out for another one, as these batteries are user-replaceable and purchasable from the American Printing House for the Blind. To put the battery back in, make sure it is in the same orientation that it was when you took it out. Put the right side of the battery into the unit first, and then push down the left side. It'll go in quite easily. Now that your battery is inserted into your unit, you will want to put on the battery cover. Put it into position like it was where the hole in the battery cover is almost on top of the button, and then push it forward until it clicks into place. If the part of the battery cover closest to you doesn't come back on, you may wish to push down and then slide forward to make sure it goes all the way in. 
please be sure to check that your battery cover is all the way on before moving your BookPort Plus around. At the bottom of the unit, which is the part facing you, you will fill two ports. The one on the left is your AC charger port to plug in the AC adapter. You can either charge the battery through the AC adapter or through the USB port through a computer. Also, if you have a charger that supports USB charging where you would plug a USB cable into the charger, those also work with the BookPort Plus. Now that we're discussing USB, you might want to know where the USB port is. It is opposite of the charger port, so on the bottom of the unit that's facing you, but on the right. Plug the either the small or the big USB cable into this, depending on what you want to do, and you will be good to go. We will now begin by powering on the unit and going through all of the new functions of the BookPort Plus. One thing you'll want to learn about the BookPort Plus is that you don't usually turn it off. Unlike other DTB players, it can remain in a sort of standby state, like a cell phone. Not push any buttons for about 30 seconds and it goes into standby. It can stay in this mode for 20 days when the battery is fully charged. This works similar to how the original book port worked. If you remember when you didn't push any keys for a few minutes, you heard a double beep with the old book port. It's the same idea as how this works on the new BookPort Plus. The only time you'll want to turn off the power is when you aren't going to be using the device for a while. So this way, it will be instantly on as soon as you press a key. It will take a while for your unit to turn on because whenever you insert an SD card or turn the unit on, it has to go through and catalog everything on the SD card. So depending on the size of your SD card and how much stuff you have on it, it could take quite a while to load all of your files to be readable. So, unless you're not going to be using your BookPort Plus for quite a while, you can just simply let it go into standby. To show you how this works, I'm going to go ahead and wake the BookPort Plus up. I'll press the play button, which is the button in the center of the arrow keys, though you could use any button. I'll go ahead and press this and you'll hear what happens when you wake it up. 7, p.m. You hear a little chime, and that means it is now powered fully on, and then you hear the time. Now you can do anything, start a recording, play a file, change some menu options, or whatever you want to do. So I know I'm pointing at a book, and I'm pointing at one of the books that comes with the BookPort Plus. The first one that you'll automatically be pointed at as soon as you put your battery in is the BookPort Plus Quick Start. This is an actual DTB with markup and human narrated, so if I want to begin reading it, I just push play. Now, I think I've already played this a little bit, so when I press play... Beginning of title. Bookboard Plus, quick start. Thank you for purchasing Bookboard Plus. This quick start explains the operations. Please see the Bookboard Plus user manual. Now, you heard it say beginning of title, and then it started. Now, it is sped up, because last time I was listening to this, it was sped up. For this podcast, I'll show you how to slow this down. If you remember, in my previous section of the podcast, I told you about the 2 key. So I'll press the 2 key. Volume. It says volume. Now that switch on the side will adjust volume. If I press it again, Speed. 
I can do speed, and I can push the spring-loaded switch down toward me. Speed plus six. Speed plus five. Speed plus four. Now I can do this while it's playing, so if I start playback, and you just hear a beep. Now it'll go to volume automatically. So that is intended because I hadn't changed speed for a while, so it automatically went back to volume. And that is why you heard the audio go quieter. So I'll press 2. It's on speed, and. And you heard a double beep. This double beep means that you're back at the default. Now we can go slower. Or that high pitched beep means you're at the bottom. I would prefer not to hear my file that way. I turned the volume up in case you couldn't hear that, but we'll go ahead and speed it up to normal speed, so we'll press 2. Volume. Press 2 again. Speed. And. Speed minus one. Speed. We're at normal. So if I start playback again. Next section down, the bottom section. The number keys in typical telephone keypad format. And we'll press enter to pause it. And you hear a little doo-doo noise that means it is paused. Instead of using the two key and the switch on the side for speed, I could have also used the up and down arrows, and then you wouldn't have to change any settings for that. As in text or audio, up and down arrows will always change the speed. Now, we will go through how to navigate in a book. Being this is a DTV book with markup, we can simply either use the left and right arrows to jump by just a few seconds here, so we'll do this. One is in typical tele this is right. Row, bottom row, toward the bottom. And we'll Get go back to the left. Plus. It's going by five seconds. Now, zero. And what you can do now, if you don't want to navigate by such, I paused it, if you don't want to navigate by such small increments, you can navigate by 10 seconds. You can do this by pressing the 1 and the 3 keys. So I started playback, and here we go. We're going to press 1 to go back. Please see the Bookport Plus user manual. And now we'll go forward by 10 seconds by pressing 3. And we'll pause the playback again. If you want to navigate by larger increments, you can use the 4 and the 6 key. These will go by 10 minute increments. So we'll go 4. And you hear a beep. We weren't 10 minutes into it, so it just returned us to the beginning. But if I go forward by 10 minutes by pressing 6, and if we press it again, we can't go any further, so it's the end. So you hear a high-pitched beep, followed by end of title, and then your two-tone noise, that means it's paused. I'll go ahead and return to the beginning of the file here. And what we can do now is if you want to navigate by a certain a certain heading, for example, heading 1 or heading level 2, if you have a Braille Plus or an icon, you'll be familiar with the way this works. You press 8, and that will toggle between the different levels as well as phrase, 
and bookmarks. So if you've set bookmarks, you can navigate between that. And so once you set what level you want to navigate by, then you use the 7 and the 9 key, respectively, to go back or forward by whatever element you chose. So we'll press 8, just to cycle through the choices we have in the Getting Started Guide. Level 2. Level 1. And level 1. Phrase. Phrase. Level 2. So we'll level 2. Level 1. Phrase. And phrase. Now, as I said earlier, there is a bookmark choice, but that won't show up. You can't move by 7 and 9 until you set a bookmark, which we'll get to here in just a second. So let's say we want to move by level 2. And we're at level 2, so I'll start playback. Plus, quick start. And we'll press 9 to go forward to the next heading at level 2. Description of the keys and Description. location. We'll do it again. Getting started. Getting started. Untackle. We'll press it again. Slash remove SD card. If we want to go back Search by section, we press 7. Getting started. Unpack. Description of the keys and their location on the Bookport Plus front side. And we are there. Now there is one other way you can navigate. If you don't want to, if there, if this isn't what you want to move by, you can move by holding down the left and right arrow keys. This will start up by moving at smaller increments, and then it'll announce how much you're moving by. So you can end up moving by larger amounts of time. Now the the Bookport Plus Quick Start Guide is a very short book, so I'm going to move to another book which also comes on the SD card that comes with the Bookport Plus. And this is History in the Making, the story of the American Printing House for the Blind, and it was written for APH's 150th anniversary. If you get a Bookport Plus, or even if you don't, you can read this book as you can buy the book from APH, and it is a fascinating read. So we'll get to listen to a little bit of the book as I show you how to navigate through a larger book. Now, if you remember in my description of the unit, on to the right of the arrows you had two buttons. Top one is the menu, and the bottom one is your title key. So I'll press this. SD card, Daisy title, one. Bookport plus, quick start. We hear SD card. Five, titles in the media. So you heard that the file name, what folder it was in, and how many titles in this particular media. So we're in the SD card. Now I can just simply press the right arrow. Two. History in the making. The story of the American Printing House for the Blind, 1858 to 2008. And there you go. That is the book we want. And if you're familiar with that voice you heard that the narrator for that book is, that is Jack Fox from APH. We'll go ahead and start the book by pressing enter here. So I came to Louisville in the fall of 1932, and I worked happily at the printing house from 32 to 1985. End of note. In 1992, APH began a nationwide effort to recruit visually impaired workers. The hiring process that followed resulted we'll go in a pause. So you hear that book, and it's a very good quality book. The little beep you heard in the middle is me turning down the volume so I didn't clip the recorder. Now, we'll see what kind of navigation we have here, just out of curiosity to see how this book's navigated. Level 1. Level 1. Phrase. Phrase. So you can see this one isn't marked up as well, though it is a bigger book. This one you can only navigate by chapter. So we can go by... Chapter 4. Marketing, Fundraising, and Public Relations. Chapter 5. Making Books. If anyone invents a new system... And they'll just start reading once you get to the chapter you want.
Now we'll go ahead and show you how to set a bookmark. There's two different bookmarks. You can just set your traditional bookmark or you can make a voice bookmark. We'll start off by making a traditional bookmark. The bookmark key is the bottom key to the left of the arrows, the key right above the number one. We won't put a mark right at the beginning of the chapter. I'll just go press the right arrow a little for a few seconds. So we're in the middle. Now we're a little bit into the chapter. And if I want to set a bookmark here, I press the bookmark key. Go to bookmark. We don't want to do that. Now that little that noise you hear there means it's waiting for us to do something. So we'll press bookmark again. Set bookmark. We press want... enter key to set bookmark or recording key to set voice bookmark. So if we want to set a regular bookmark, we press enter the record key to set a recording bookmark. Now, you don't have to wait for the, those prompts to speak. If you know what you're doing, you can just press it. You don't have to wait for the, the narrator's voice to stop speaking. We'll set a regular bookmark here by pressing enter. Enter. Setting bookmark one has been completed. And now, since we were playing, when we press the bookmark key, we return to playback. Most pledges and promises, however, went unfulfilled in the wake Now we'll go and skip to the next chapter. Chapter five. And just go about ten minutes into that. The first printers followed the So that we're at a totally different place in the first bookmark. We'll press bookmark. Go to bookmark. Go to bookmark. Set bookmark. Set bookmark. Press enter key to set bookmark or recording key to set voice bookmark. So I want to set a voice bookmark this time. We'll press the record key. Enter. Press and hold down record key while recording. Level monitor. Hi. Now we can test our level here. Good. And it tells me good, so I make sure I'm not clipping. Good. Before I good. record. Good. And she'll only talk when I stop. Hi. See if I talk loud. Hi. It's high. If I, if I talk real quiet. Low. Or low. So we'll go ahead and start. We'll go ahead and start the bookmark, and I'm just going to say Hi. bookmark for BCT. Hi. We're going to hold record. Good. Bookmark for BCT. Setting bookmark two has been completed. Now that goes as bookmark two. Bookmark for BCT. Gospel according to Saint Mark was the first book. We'll go ahead and uh, stop playback. Now, you can, when we get into the menus, I'll show you how to do this, but you can set it if you want it to play that bookmark when you're going or not. Now, you might think when you hear that, that's not a very good quality. Now, that doesn't use the full capability of the Bookport Plus microphone. That uses the voice memo, because it figures you don't need really good sound in your voice bookmark. So it uses a, just a memo type, your memo settings for the voice bookmarks. Now, if I go back about just 10 seconds, and it plays... First printers followed the spirit of their time and embossed inspirational and religious books. Bookmark for BCT. Gospel according to Saint. Mark. And there you go. It plays that bookmark. Now, what if we want to go back to the first bookmark we set? We can we we can do this one of two ways. We can press the bookmark key. Go to bookmark. Press the number one because it was bookmark one. One. And then press the pound key. I could also have used the enter key in the middle of the arrows. And it's there, and we can start playback here by pressing enter. In Mississippi and, Kentucky, and we're there. Or we can press 8. Phrase. Phrase. Level one. Bookmark. And now we have a new choice between level 1 and book, or level one and phrase, which is bookmark. Cross so if I press 9 when, after I've chose bookmark. Bookmark 2. Bookmark for BCT.
There you go. So that works pretty good. If you're getting confused as to how to move through, there's a little trick to how to remember how to go back and forth. The keys on the left side of the keypad go back, and the keys on the right side go forward. And all the keys in the middle of that are your options. So if you remember that, you'll know how to do navigation. At this point, I would like to go ahead and show you how to get info. So you're probably wondering, is my battery charged? Do I need to plug it in? How long is the book? How many headings is there? What kind of book is it? What folder is it in? If you want to answer all these questions that you may have, all you have to do is press the 5 key, and you'll get the following information. Battery. Level 52%. Elapsed 57 minutes 10 seconds. Remaining 3 hours 38 minutes 31 seconds. Total 4 hours 35 minutes 41 seconds. Page does not exist. Heading 3. Total number of headings 11. Chapter 2. Leaders. The APH Superintendents, 1858-2008. to 2008. Bryce Patton, 1814-1891. Secretary and Super... And now it's plain. That is because not only will it announce the chapter name, but it will also read about uh, 30 or 45 seconds of that chapter, and then you will get the double beep and it will stop. That's how you get all of your info. Now, if I didn't want to hear all that, let's say I just wanted to hear my battery status, it is very simple to do that. We'll press 5, battery level 52%. and we'll press enter, and it stops, so we don't have to hear all that information. One other cool tidbit doesn't really fit in with what we're talking about right here, but I'll go ahead and mention it anyway, is the time, because it's on the same button. If you hold down the 5 key, you'll hear 7.37 p.m. March 14, 2010. And there you go, there's your time and date. At this point, now that you know how to navigate in a book, set bookmarks, navigate through the bookmarks, and get info about your book, we'll get into another part of the unit, which is all your options, which make the unit yours. First of all, your basic customization, again, your speed, can be done by pressing up and down arrow, or this way. So the two key can go through the following options. Volume. Speed. Tone. Guide volume. Guide speed. Volume. We're back at volume. Now, tone obviously is how much bass and treble you have, and it works similarly to how it would on the stream, if you're familiar with that. And guide speed and guide volume are for Jill, the internal narrator, how you want her to sound when she reads you things such as the information and the menu options. For navigation, one other thing you'll want to know how to do is to navigate in a text file. The Bookport Plus comes with some text files preloaded, so we'll press the title key. SD card, Daisy title two. We're at SD card. We can write arrow. Now that's a recording I made. It goes as a Daisy title. That is of a that is actually of a band concert. Four, five. These are just some recordings. Five is an NLS book. Text one. Not text. Alice's Adventures in Wonderland TXT. In the folder. So this is we want to read Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. We press enter to begin reading. And Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, as well as a few other books, do come on the SD card with your Report Plus. 
of Alice in Wonderland. This file should be named Alice 30, TXT or Alice 30, Zen. Corrected editions of our edits get a new number, Alice 31. Now this is all the prerequisite material, because this book comes preloaded, but it's from the Gutenberg Project. So we'll go ahead and skip a little bit into the book, and we'll learn how to do this while we learn navigation. Now, like in an audio file, when you're playing, up and down control speed. So if we want to make Tom, that voice, go faster. Up arrow. Trying to release all our books one month in advance of the official release dates. For time for better editing, we have this as a goal to accomplish by the end of the year, but we cannot guarantee to stay that far ahead. And there we go. So it's faster. I'm not going to put him any faster because, though I can understand Tom pretty fast, not necessarily Samantha, others have quite a bit of trouble understanding that voice. We'll leave it right here. But you could use the down arrow to slow it back down. But when we're paused, the up and down arrows go by line. This is a goal to accomplish by the end of the year, but we... Down arrow. Cannot guarantee to stay that far ahead every month after that. Down arrow. Please note, neither this list or its contents are final till. That little ding happens at the end of every line. When you're paused. Now this, to me, is a big advantage, because there's other players where you have to go into a menu to select how you want to navigate. Where this is easy, if you're familiar with a PC or another note taker, you know up and down arrows usually move by line, and here they do. The left and right arrows, while paused, are going to go by character. Oh. So if we go forward by character, and we're going by character, we can also go back by character by pressing the left arrow. And there you have it. During playback, the left and right arrows serve a different function. They'll move you by sentence. So if we're reading, when we press right arrow, we'll jump to the next sentence. We're still in the prerequisite material, which we'll get through in a second. Now we can move down to the telephone keypad. When you're paused, the left, or the one and the three keys, so we're going by the same rule that we were in audio. Left side of the keypad goes back, right side goes forward. The middle buttons control your options. So, if we, when we're paused, if we press one, we're going back by word, and it will read punctuation when you're paused. Now we're, I'm pressing three. Now we're going forward by word. But if we're playing and we do this, if we press one, we went back to, we went back by one paragraph. If we press three, we went forward by a paragraph. And that will be how those one and three keys work. Now four and six are going to read Beginning of title. Get new for general information. Or Down and make out what she was coming to, but it was too dark to. Yeah. Among those beds of bright flowers and those cool fountains. Uh. Now what that was doing was 
moving us by page. And that will do that whether you're stopped or whether you're playing. Now what was happening when I pressed 4 when we were or 6 when we were paused, we're going forward by page, but it was only reading the first line of each page. But when you're playing, you'll just jump to the next page and it'll begin reading, which will act similarly to the page up and page down key on the six pack on a traditional Windows keyboard. So we're playing. And next page. And next. So now I'm moving my pages. Now I'm not going to demonstrate to you how the 7 and 9 keys work, and that is only because of the fact that they work exactly the same as they do in audio. So by your different headings, your bookmarks, and now phrase, you're not going to have that because this is text. But your different heading, heading levels and your bookmarks should be navigating the same way as you would in audio. Now I would like to get to the menu. The menu is where you will control all of your settings. And, you're, and you will most likely want to change some of these settings. So, the menu, you get to by pressing the menu key, which is right below the power key. Use right or left key to select item. Press play, stop, or down key to confirm, or up key to cancel. And then you hear our dinging sound to tell us that it's waiting. So, basically, what we have here is a menu. And it would be like a menu bar in the Mac or in Windows. So you move through the different menus by pressing the left and the right arrow. And then you press down arrow or enter to open the menu that you want to get into. And then you use down to open that choice or left and right to go through more choices and the up arrow to go back to the previous level of the menu so we're on edit so if I want to go into this we can press the down arrow Cannot edit this title. now the only at this time and this is said to be changed in the future but at this time you can't edit text the only thing you can edit is a recording that you have made so it won't let us go into the edit menu. We'll demonstrate how to edit when we get to a recording. So I'll press the right arrow. Recording settings. Recording settings. This is where things are going to be interesting. So we'll press the down arrow. Enter. So you could use enter. Mode. We have select recording mode. Turn guidance on or off when recording. Turn guidance on or off during recording. Select external audio input jack. Auto gain control. Select recording mode. Now select recording mode. If we want to get into this, we press down arrow. Enter. Custom. Custom. That's where you can set specifics. Or default is just the most common settings that are set when you get the Bookport Plus. Conference. Now there's conference. Audio. Audio. Analog cassettes. Analog cassettes. Radio. Radio. Custom. Or, and then back to custom. Now if we want to set a custom one. Enter. Select sound quality. MP3. 256 kbps. 44.1 kilohertz. Stereo. MP3, 128 kbps, 44.1 kHz, stereo. MP3, 64 kbps, 44.1 kHz, mono. MP3, 32 kbps, 22.05 kHz, mono. PCM, 44.1 kHz, stereo. Now PCM, that's .wav, or WAV file, so you can record in MP3 or WAV here. PCM 22.05 kHz, mono. MP3, 
And that's what I prefer to have it on. That's your highest. We'll press enter. Your auto section, that's where it'll set a heading when there's silence. And we'll talk about headings and sections when we get to editing an audio file. And there's just different time options here. I'm going to leave this at off and press enter. So when there's no sound, you can have it to stop your recording. So we have off. And off. I prefer to leave it there, but you can set that. I prefer it when record key is pressed. And low is where I prefer it. Enter. Set. And then that's set. So you can change any of those settings to get what kind of sound you would like. It doesn't make a huge difference. Well, the quality does with the kilohertz and the stereo and mono with the internal microphone, but the background noise and that kind of thing don't make a huge difference. When you're going to notice a huge difference is when you have an external microphone plugged in. Now, when we set something, we get out of the menu. So now we're back to our books. So we can press menu. Recording settings, we'll go down into that. Now, we're not going to go into that because there's only two options, on or off. But basically, that tells you if you want your level feedback and speech from the guide voice during recording. So you can choose on or off. Select external audio input jack. That, if, and it'll detect if you plug in an external microphone, but you have to go in there to choose line in or external microphone. Auto gain control. But you don't have to set internal microphone. It'll automatically go back to that. So if you've been doing line in and you want to do line in again when you plug in a cable next, it'll automatically set itself directly to line in. So we'll remember your last settings. Auto gain control. Auto gain control. Most of you will know what this is. It'll automatically adjust your levels and then you just have on or off there. Select recording mode. And we're back to select recording mode. So we'll get out of the recording menu by pressing up arrow. Settings. We have playback settings. We'll press enter. I used down arrow earlier, but you can use enter or down arrow, so I'll use enter. enter. Shuffle and repeat settings. We have shuffle and repeat. We'll go into this. Select playback setting. Standard play. Repeat title. Standard play. Standard play. Enter. Set. And that's set. Menu. So we'll go back in. Playback settings. Enter. Shuffle and repeat settings. So there you have shuffle and repeat. Next is reading audio file name. Reading audio file name. So you can set it to do Enter. Read audio file name. To read the file name or read audio track number. To read the track number. Read audio file name. But I prefer it to read the file name because the track number a lot of times won't really tell you what it is. Cancel. Reading audio shuffle and repeat. And that's all it's in that menu right now. So we'll up arrow. Menu. Playback bookmark. And we have the bookmark menu. Enter. Playback setting for voice bookmark. And this is what I was telling you earlier, where you can set if you... Enter. Voice bookmark on. Voice bookmark off. Voice Let's turn bookmark. it back to on. So now you can choose if you want it to, to interrupt the book or whatever material you're reading and say what you said on your bookmark. Now, even if you turn that off, you can navigate by voice bookmarks. But what that's going to do is just allow you to hear the voice bookmarks as you pass over them. Cancel. 
And when it says cancel, that's when I'm up arrowing. Clear all bookmarks in current title. Now, if you have a lot of bookmarks and you don't want them there anymore, you can clear it. But you don't need to worry about clearing after every book, as the internal memory on the Bookport Plus can have 1,000 bookmarks. But if you do want to clear your bookmarks, you can use that. Playback setting for voice bookmark. Now we're back to the beginning of that menu, so we'll go up Cast to the main menu, bookmark. to the right, voice, memo. voice memos. Memo. You can delete the selected voice memo, but you must be pointing at a voice memo to do that. Delete all voice or you can delete all voice memos. Delete the and that's all that's in that one, so we'll up arrow. Menu. Go to the right. Backup. backup. No backup target media. Now it's telling me no backup target. But what you could do is take the short USB cable, plug the small end into the Bookport Plus, and then on the big end, take a USB flash drive, plug it in, and then choose that, and it would back up whatever you wanted to on your S or on your USB media, and it would transfer it to your SD card. So, for example, if you had an NLS cartridge and you wanted to back up the book from the cartridge onto your Bookport Plus SD card, you would connect the cartridge. Go to backup, and then when it asked you if you were sure you wanted to backup, you would choose yes. No backup. Now we gotta go back menu. up. Menu. Backup. Backup. Media management. Media management. And this is what what you're really gonna want to get into a lot. Media title information. Media title information. Enter. Media information. SD card. Unlocked. Free space of this media. 1.2 gigabytes. Total size of this media. 1.8 gigabytes. Title information. Text. Use space for this title. 159 kilobytes. Media information. SD card. Unlocked. Free space. Of no, it'll keep repeating that because they want it to be able to heard if it's a large dialogue. So Jill will keep saying that until we get out of the menu or go back up. And the 1.8 gig, it's actually a 2 gig, but that's what's available, is 1.8 gig. That's the card that will come with your Bookport Plus, and it will already be inserted, as I said earlier. Delete SD card. Now you can delete the SD card, which basically reformats it and deletes everything on there, so if you want to start over fresh, create a new title. we have create a new title, and that's if you wanted to create a new recording, and you don't want to pen to one, you would choose that. Delete the selected title. You can delete the selected title, so whatever title you're pointing at, you would just... Click on this, and it would ask you if you're sure, and then if you chose OK, that title would be gone from the SD card. Prepare for editing. Prepare for editing. This won't work until we get to a recording, so I'll show you that when we get there. Build book. A build book. So if you want to build your recording into a book. Media title information. And that's all in that menu, so I'll go Text. back up. Menu. Media system settings. And we're in system settings. This is where all your system options Enter. are. System properties. System properties will go down. Enter. System version. 4.01.00APH Serial number 5 Install key 1 NLS 2 RFBND System version 4.0 Now she'll repeat that again. We'll go up. System properties. Now you heard the system version, which is always going to be something point something point something APH, because this is the APH firmware, not the Plextalk firmware. And after that, you heard the serial number. Now your unit will say four digits, 
then a pause, then four digits, then a pause, then four digits. But for the sake of security, I have bleeped out my serial number, so you will just hear a few seconds of silence between each group of four digits. After that, you hear what your installed keys are, so mine said 1, NLS, 2, RFB, and D. So that means what your first key allows you to play NLS books, and the second allows you to play RFB and D. If we go to the right, select we get to, text to speech voice. select the speech voice, down arrow. U.S. English, Tom. U.S. English, Samantha. U.S. English, Tom. No, I prefer Tom. He's more understandable than Samantha, so I'll leave him at that. And those are the only voices currently available with the Bookport Plus at this time. Select the waiting sound. Now, if you want to select the waiting sound, when it wants you to wait... If, so, when it's recognizing an SD card or building a book or something and it wants you to wait, it'll play a sound. Now, by default, it'll be this sound. But I prefer the less obtrusive double beep. Or you can turn it totally off and just have Jill say, please wait. Now we up arrowed. Select the key press confirmation sound. Select the key press sound. We down arrow. Key press confirmation sound off. Key press confirmation sound on. Turn it back to off. Confirmation sound off. So that beep you heard, that little beep, that would play whenever you pressed a key. Now I prefer not. I prefer that that doesn't happen. That's why you haven't been hearing it in this podcast when I press a key because I that really gets on my nerves when my Bookport Plus beeps at me every t- when I every time I press a key. Now the key beeps will be on by default. You'll have to turn them off when you get your Bookport Plus. Select. Set the system date and time. Set the date and time. Now, this is where you set the date and time for the clock. Are we down arrow. Now you'll type that in. Now we switched to daylight savings time here last night, and the Bookport Plus didn't adjust itself. You have to manually adjust it, and I haven't done that yet, so that I could do that on the podcast. So it said year, and you would type it in on the telephone keypad, and it's 2010, which is correct. We need a down arrow. Sorry. Enter input month March. See, so would type in zero three, but that's correct. Enter input date fourteen. That's correct. Enter. Input time with four digits. Press left or right key to select a.m. or p.m. 7.59 p.m. Now it's really 8.59, so I'll do 0, zero eight, 8.59, and then right arrow, just to make sure it's at p.m. Enter. 8.59 p.m. March 14, 2010. Set. Now it's at the correct time for daylight savings time. So that's very quick and very easy to set. Now, here's one thing. The menu's on this wrap, so if instead of... Instead of arrowing through the menu again, past recording settings and playback settings and voice memo, backup, media management, system settings is the last thing before edit, so instead of right arrowing through all that, I can just left arrow. System settings. Down arrow. Enter. System properties. We've already been to that. Select the text-to-speech voice. Done that. Select the waiting sound. We've done that. Select the key press confirmation sound. We've done that. Set the system date and time. We've done that. Set the text to speech pitch. Now this is where you'll set the pitch. We'll down arrow. Pitch setting. Pitch normal. Pitch plus one. And you'll pitch set this. Plus two. Pitch so pressing right goes pitch up. Normal. Pitch minus one. And then left goes down. Now this is for your Tom or Samantha, not for the guide voice. Pitch normal. Cancel. You cannot set adjust. The text to 
you cannot adjust the guide pitch because that this is a real human that says that and the pitch of that cannot be increased. Initialize all settings to default. Now that is if you had a problem or you just wanted all your settings to the way they were when you got the Bookport Plus, you would run that. So all your waiting sounds, your speech synthesizer, your time, all that would be reset to the factory default, but it would not erase your files. System properties. And we're back to system properties, so that's the menu. So we can either up arrow twice to get out of the menu, or just tap the menu key again. Cancel. And then we're out of the menu. So that's all for the settings. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.